Welcome to Club Nintendo Level 202. Uh, we are back, as uh, I'll say. <laughs> How's it going, uh, Aaron? Uh, it's going all right. Doing much better this week than I was this time last week. Yeah, you are freshly recovered from the COVID. I got the code for the very first time a couple weeks ago, and I'm all recovered as well. Uh, John, when was the last time you got COVID? <laughs> that I know of was around Christmas, but I, you know, I keep on reading things that telling me that you probably have COVID and you don't even know it now. So yeah. probably right now, probably. <laughs> as far as I know, but I feel fine. I feel pretty good. Good, good. Yeah. I forgot to hit record on my local audio, so I'm not to grab that from the stream here, I think. <laughs> Whoops. It, we're doing this is the first time in many months here, so. We'll be good. We'll be good. <laughs> so um, I guess some housekeeping to, to start. Uh, it's been a while. Our plan is to do this every other week uh, on Tuesdays. So um, at 7.15 Eastern, 7.30-ish. Um, and uh, we'll be live on the YouTubes again. So that's what's up. Anyways. Um, I first want to just asked John about the Splatfest and Splatoon 3. Is it... um, Is it... Does it feel new? (laughs) Does it feel new? Um, Yes and no. It feels new in a lot of ways. Um, Just because, you know, a lot of things changed as far as, like, you're in Splatsville now versus whatever the last place is called. There's new idols. There's new weapons. You know, the stages are all new. Like, and a lot of the, the only stages that I've played so far that were returning were stages from Splatoon one. So to a lot of people, those are new. Um, and it feels really familiar. You know, I jumped in the tutorial and it felt like Splatoon, but at the same time, it, it still feels, you know, like really refined. It feels a lot smoother in a lot of regards. Like it's still running at 60 frames, but a yeah. lot of the animations have a lot of, you know, a lot more detail and, and kind of, you know, a lot more going on. Um, I don't know. A lot of the refinements are really cool. So it definitely, definitely feels new. Um, I'm definitely excited. Put, like 1500 hours in this 1500 hours. Show. Yeah. 1500 one, probably a similar amount or less. Not as much. I think a little less. Cause that was only a lot for like two years yeah, before right. the second one came out, which okay. is kind of crazy to think about Yeah. now, but yeah, no, it's, um, I'm happy about all the changes. A lot of the new Changes are in the, like the special weapons and things like that, and kind of how they change the game, which I have not had that much time to experience because you know I only played with a few weapons. Yeah, um, but I can already tell it's definitely going to be different. It feels different. Um, you know, if you've played Splatoon before, you're gonna feel you're gonna feel at home. But there's enough subtleties and differences in the gameplay that you know it's it's definitely going to be uh, I think a welcome a lot of welcome changes. The biggest thing I think the 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 biggest thing I was scared about was the lobby because during yeah. the direct, it was it sounded so convoluted. Like how you were going to jump online with friends well, and like actually like join I can now battles and join you or like match against you on purpose now, right? Yeah, it's a lot easier to kind of so I'll say be, I'll be able to in, invade your game pretty much. Yeah, you can send a call out to friends saying, "Hey, join me." It's a lot more explicit now. You can say, "I want to play with friends versus random people." Um, seems to do a better job of like matchmaking. Like before you would either want you to have like 
in some cases it would want you to have a full team of four people <laughs> in order to play with friends for like certain modes and it's like that's never you know it's probably not going to happen so now it actually matches you up with other people besides your teammates um so a lot of nice stuff there so yeah I'm, i was i was i was very happy with the Splatfest. it was fun good that's that's good um are you able to wall hang is that a feature now wall hang like wall grapple and shoot people from like uh, there's new mobility things i saw in trailers is that real yeah there's a couple new mobility things one of them is uh don't know the name of it yet i haven't memorized you know or something there's a grapple hook that's one of the special weapons is a grapple hook where you kind of grapple hook from one side to the other to kind of like you know kind of flank at somebody you know get a different you know get a different position pretty quickly or is that infinite use um I think it goes like three times. You can do it like three times, I think, it seems like. Uh, they do have a new wall climbing maneuver where if you're kind of hanging out on a wall, you can press B after you've kind of hung there for a second and shoots you up the wall, mm-hmm. which is a little different. Yeah, which is kind of a new maneuver, okay. which, you know, um, will definitely some of the change how people... can be vertically designed, and that helps you get up there without spraying that wall with ink, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, vertical stuff is definitely important, especially for, like, hiding or running from enemies. You know, a lot of times you hang out, just kind of slurp up on a wall and kind of hang out there and just kind of swim, like, on the wall for a minute while, you know, an enemy may be coming around the corner or something like that. So it'll definitely change how uh, how, we, how we play. There's another maneuver where you can, if you're swimming, you can kind of dash through the air as you turn the opposite direction. Honestly, didn't see too many people using it. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of this stuff is going to kind of take time for people to figure you know, out. Figure out, yeah. And then transversing the map. So we used to have the game pad where you have the map at all times. You just tap down. Um, what's it like now? Is it identical to Splatoon Two with like mm-hmm. the map and jumping around? It's it's identical. Yeah, uh, that's identical. The spawn points have changed a lot. Um, instead of being spawning like on a on the map you spawn on like these espresso machines in the air, which is interesting, but you pretty much spawn there and then you, you use your arrow, your cursor to kind of point out on the map where you want to get shot to. So the first thing you do is you shoot out to the map to where you want to spawn to, which is cool because in a lot, it makes it easier or I guess harder in some maps to do spawn camping and things like, you know, people will hang out at a certain area or choke a certain area off. Um, not so much in, in ranked because the objective is moving around, but like definitely on turf war, if you get a team that's just like they can, if they grab a hold and push to a certain point, it almost becomes impossible for the team to get past that point and kind of regain momentum. So I think that'll help out in a lot of, a lot of you know scenarios. Cool, and it launches this Friday or next next Friday, Friday the ninth. The ninth, okay. Very yes, cool. coming, up. It's coming up. Yes, it is. I'm so ready. You have like a week off of work after that, right? <laughs> no, I have a long weekend. I am definitely taking a long weekend. <laughs> um, but, you know, I got a lot of other stuff I'm playing now all of a sudden. It's kind of it's yeah. going to be hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be hard to balance. It's kind of funny. They didn't. They decided not to do Labor Day weekend for this thing. I'm a little bit surprised. Yeah, Labor Day week, but not Labor Day weekend. Yeah, that yeah. that is kind of maybe a missed opportunity. Like a lot a of people off, off work of and like... Kids like just kids. like demolishing it over the weekend, and their parents yeah. agree that you know yeah. school's just starting. And what are you doing? <laughs> oh, yep, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. But you know, it's here. It's almost here. Okay, 
The the other game with a three at the end of it is Xenoblade Chronicles three, and that's the game that stole uh, Splatoon 3's release date, I think. Um, and I've been playing it. I'm like thirty five hours into it or so. Um, I'm in chapter four, so I'm I'm like the midway point of this game, and uh, I love these games, and I think this is the most polished. Uh, of the bunch um the combat feels just awesome um like being able to chain attacks and i love the new mechanism of these rings you can put on the ground to boost either like attack power or defense power or generate health that's super nice um the story i'm really into and this whole concept of like living 10 years and what is the whole death and like life cycle it's ask some compelling questions for sure and the characters i'm starting to really grow attached to which is something you need in a type of game like this so um it's still too early to give like rankings of them all but um yeah it feels great to be in the Blade game again and uh i'm not yet sure if it connects to the other two i think by the end of the game it will in obvious ways rather than just these subtle nods but uh yeah um, any mm. questions? Well, the game's not connected to the other two, like story-wise? Well, I haven't discovered those elements if that happens. Because in uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, you know, most people thought it wasn't connected at all until the last, like, couple hours where it just all blew up and, like, was mind-blowing as to how that connection plays out. So I'm curious if they'll pull that same trick of you play like 150 hours in the last the last five hours are are the mind-blowing connection piece that kind of like brings it all together um, so we'll yeah I'll, I'll see how that goes i guess yeah but um music music's beautiful visually it's beautiful um they like i haven't noticed frame drops on handheld mode i haven't done tv stuff because i just play handheld on the switch these days and wait, did you, did you say something about raindrops? What? No, uh, frame drops. Are, oh, are, frame those are drops. not a, not a thing. Um, <laughs> at least that I've noticed in even intense battles. Like some of these battles are crazy. Your your party is six six people, I believe. I think it's five. It's either five, six, or seven. It's up there. I think there's a lot of people on your party, and sometimes you're fighting like a group of four, you know, five, and it's chaotic, but it doesn't seem to drop frames even in those those moments which is good and the draw distance is really good it does some tricks like items it you can see like the little sparkle in the distance as you get closer it'll change it to like a carrot or whatever type of item it is uh and i do like that the they actually tell you before you pick it up what classification of item it is which is a nice change because in the prior games i believe every item looked identical on the ground and now you have some differentiation as to what you're picking up um, and the quests are really streamlined. Like it tells you kind of the direction to go for these quests, and I'll often <laughs> choose to ignore it and go exploring. So it's like I haven't been over there. Let me do that. And you find some cool areas. Uh, the game continues to reward you for finding new areas with XP. So like you're rewarded for just exploring this world and finding mm-hmm. new areas to level up your characters just by exploration, cool. which is fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so you said you're about halfway through the story? I think so. Um, I'm not exactly sure how many chapters there are, but 
I think I'm about halfway. Um, I've heard people playing this game for between 80 and 150 hours, so I'm probably like a third of the way through, um, depending on how many side quests I want to do. Um, I do like there's these like hero quests, and it's very obvious which one the, which ones those are, and those are quests which enable you to add a person to your party. These heroes that can be a part of your party, and um, those are fun just to like learn more about these kind kind of hero characters and their backstory and kind of what their part in this world is. Um, just like Xenoblade Chronicles One, there's these different colonies that are all set up. And um, each colony has a different kind of culture and um, element to it. And another fun part of the leveling up system is you're not just leveling up your character level, but their class. Um, so to start, you can level from 0 to 10 as far as like the, the medic gunner or the swordsman. There's a bunch of classes, so you're incentivized to, once they reach level 10, swap that character out to a different class. So you kind of work through two leveling systems, and that's been really cool um, to, like, change up the classes, and it feels totally different. Like, you could have a team that's, like, five medics and, like, one attack person, and you're never going to die because all these medics are just constantly putting out <laughs> regeneration uh, for you. So there's there's ways to, like kind of um, change up your priority without changing the characters, which is cool. And uh, the beloved Nopons are back and they're not annoying in this one. They're just delightful, um, fun little, mm-hmm. little roly pullies, you know. <laughs> they're always annoying. I, I don't find them annoying in this one. Like They they tone down the annoying aspect, I think, of this one. I think you might... But do they still talk the same way? Um, okay, so... I've always played Xenoblade Chronicles games in Japanese. So I am not a. You still have to read it. I do have to read it. Uh, yeah, it, it is written as uh, like that's the problem the, that I have. Not the most proper yeah. English, yeah. But um, mm-hmm. like yeah, broken was, English. Like, I, what do you mean? Yeah, it's like it's like a fifth grader trying to speak English. It's as a little a second little Jar Jar Binksy, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, a little little like a little Jar Jar Binksy. A little bit, but I always play in Japanese. I hear these stories of people like with the British English. That's a guy. I just want the Japanese language because it sounds so much more intense with when they're screaming and when because it's anime. They're screaming in Japanese. It's just so much more intense than these like. Yeah, I, I don't want to play in the British English voiceover. Which so I it guess lets you choose. it lets you choose. And I think this time around, like in past games, I thought the Japanese was more prioritized as far as the voice, the lip sync. I think. I'm not positive because I've never played in English, but um, I think this time around the English is the more incentivized way to play. Um, but I don't care. <laughs> Sticking with the Japanese. Is there a lot of dialogue? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's very dialogue. I mean, heavy. you'll get these cutscenes, and like, oh, I got time to knock this out during this this little break, and you're there for like 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> I mean, so when it hits story beats. Um, and there's there is some dialogue as you're moving through the world, and then there's also pure text based dialogue that you're reading through. But um, yeah, there's a good good mix of, of that. Um, another fun thing are these um, you can kind of like eavesdrop from people in the world. It has these like yellow text bubbles, and if you eavesdrop, you can then sit at a campfire, and discuss what you guys heard, and either get experience points or get a mission out of what you overheard. Um, which is kind of a cool mechanic. Um, 
and then yeah there's yeah I think that's 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 all I'll say for now I don't want to spoil too much else about about it unless there's questions I guess you'd recommend it is what you're saying you like I would. it it's a bang for the buck like uh, I'm not I'm never having a dull moment um, uh, great great story great com- the combat's just so much fun I love like the where you're like the auto attacking plus the choosing the different um, things that break and topple and throw them in the air and all that stuff um and it just feels it feels good to play um and you can throw it down the easy mode if you just want to experience the story and obliterate your enemies without much effort so there is that yeah that that is like the one big thing like that we have gained over the years like the first xenoblade chronicles on wii uh i played that and at the end of that game i was beating my head against the wall because there's a, a, a steep difficulty increase where it's like I'm 20 levels too low. This is just not working. And they've really leveled out, you know, the leveling up system. And they have easy an easy mode now. So if you're just, like, not having it with the certain boss, you can drop it down and drop it back up after, you know, the roadblock of the boss hits you. Um, mm, okay, that's cool. Which is nice. So, yeah, you don't, have yeah. To, you don't have to put up with time-wasting elements of JRPGs, which sometimes occur. They don't do the thing where they like they they see you're not able to like get past a certain point, and then they send like a helper or some no. something to be like, let me help you out. Let me ask, show you how to do this. Do you want to skip you this? Fight again? Do you want to fight again? If you say no, you can go back to the last like checkpoint area and change the difficulty or change up uh, between. Uh, well, when, if you want to fight again, it does let you change up your classes of all your characters, so you can like change it up and see if different classes would be better for that boss. But yeah, you can also just change the difficulty to make it uh, something you can get through. So does the world scale with you as you level up? Or can you just go level up and just go, you know, kill everything easily? Yeah, you can level up. Um, so yep. like I, I skipped out a couple of side quests and then went back to them and they were super easy. But yeah, that's the thing about Xenoblade is as like a level one character, um, you'll run across these level 100s even very early on in the world, so, like, throughout the world, you'll experience these, like, super overpowered creatures. Um, generally speaking, as you move through the world, the uh, creatures and stuff you encounter will grow with, grow as you're expected to in that story. But um, even at the very early stages, you'll experience places you want to go back and, and beat, beat those characters, <laughs> beat those creatures up later on. Um... I'm not sure if they did this in the past, but um, you can fight while swimming in this game. I don't know if that's new or not, but that's a thing that can happen. In a fight game. while swimming. Yeah, you're in the water, you're swimming, and you can still attack and stuff. So that's like cool. enemies come at you when you're swimming? Sometimes. Yeah, that's new. Because in the other ones, you there were some enemies that were in the water, and you had to kind of lure them to the shore. So that yeah, you, you get, get attacked, back. and you couldn't fight back, and you just get mm-hmm. killed. Yeah, yeah, so you can now <laughs> attack in the water, which is nice. <laughs> And it's fun jumping off like huge, you know, waterfalls and landing in the water. That's still a fun thing. And uh, yeah, quick travel is a thing. So um, all the campfires and some of the spots you can quick travel to, which is nice. Um, yeah, um, it's a big game. <laughs> a lot to do. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. And uh, I two like Xenoblade Chronicles two. Well, I really enjoyed it. But there were some like very 
time-consuming, just like weird elements. This one feels like the most streamlined. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 1, if you throw it on easy mode, that is a very streamlined experience because you can just kind of whip through that in, a, I don't know, 12, 15 hours, I feel, like if you throw it on easy mode. I don't know if easy, how long easy mode would take on this game if you just wanted to rush through it, but um, I, it feels like a much bigger world for sure. So, yeah. Um, I also got, I did get Mario Strikers. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this episode talking about we got other stuff to chat about. That's been that was a fun experience to definitely have for local multiplayer. Um, we did that at um, recent wedding, um, not yours, Aaron. Different wedding. Uh, but uh, I was like, I was like, what? I was like, Mario Strikers. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but um, yeah, you like it. It's, it's fun. fun. Especially local local multiplayer. That is a good time. And it if is. you're with a bunch of gamers, like it's eight players, so you guys can like. I'll be playing same time, which is cool. Yes. I've not gotten it. I've heard that the single player is kind of like you basically boring, have, You basically have a tournament. But... <laughs> you basically have a tournament, and I beat the tournament, and there's like there's an extra hard mode of the tournament that you can get to that I just can't beat the computer. It's just like I'm not good enough, I guess. So it's challenging, but I wish there yeah. was more of a story mode. More, yeah. Yeah, here they're already they already announced an update to it. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. we got Daisy and some other characters coming. Some new characters, yeah. I'd like and to see them stadiums. add more some yeah. stadiums. Even just like honestly, if, if just a couple good stadiums is, is good. Maybe some more like modes, you know? Yeah. Like that'd be cool. Actual like yeah, Strikers on the Wii was awesome. So yeah, it's my first Strikers game, so I don't have prior experience with the franchise. So cool. I didn't own a Wii back in the heyday or a GameCube, so <laughs> I kind of skipped it. I went from the N64 to the Wii U. That was my Nintendo trajectory. Wow. Yeah. Rough. I, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like you, John, going from the <laughs> PS2 to the PS5. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, are we ready to talk about that? Yeah, you yeah. want you want to you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah so you on Nintendo. Uh, um, yeah, I got a PS Five. What's um, spurring this on? I, I'm just very curious. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Initially, spurring it on was just going. So I don't know, like a month or two ago, I signed up to get a notification, like when Amazon had them available, you know, to order. Right. Yeah. Just because I'm like, well, they're hard to get, and you know, maybe I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like FOMO. You want one because everyone wants yeah. one. I got that thing. email. Uh, you didn't. You didn't ask to use my invite because I did get an invite from Amazon. Um. Well, here's the thing. I didn't. I never got the invite from Amazon. I finally got a thing from PlayStation inviting yeah. me to order one. Yeah, that's how I got mine. Um, and I ordered it, and initially I thought, well, maybe one someone in my friend group will want one. You know, they're so hard to get, yeah. and I was like, well, you know, maybe. I'll hold it till Christmas and it'll, they'll be going for like $1,300 or something crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I got it and I just started looking at some of the games. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to open it. I'm going to start, I'm going to, I'm just going to try it out. See what it's like. Cause um, yeah, you, you've missed out on the PS3 and PS4 generation of Sony games. And that's when like they're, they're in high gear making all these like, I think world-class gaming experiences that are just on, on Sony. 
Yeah, they definitely uh I was tempted. Um I mean just to you know, I don't know. It was also I also like the idea of having a 4K Blu-ray player, the disc version because yeah, some HDR movies too, right? yeah, HDR some movies I really like I want actually not many these days, but a no. few like I, I do want like the best quality version you can get. So that was enticing too. Um that and you know, my brother's got one, so we're probably gonna end up playing a couple games together. Uh so that was a, a, a you know kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. I was like, I, I can excuse this now. Um <laughs> it came with Hold on. Horizon, Horizon 2 yes. <laughs> Forbidden West. Um which I would which, encourage you to play the first one before almost. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to play this. Okay. Um it's I mean, a it looks it looks really game, like yeah, the visuals look cool. It's one of those games where I look at it and I'm just kind of like, well, I could be playing Zelda. Let's, you know, it's kind of like um <laughs> like I don't know if the first one is on let's see. I'm trying to see if it's on the PS Plus collection. PS Plus, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, at first I, I thought it was going to be a disc, and I was like, well, that's why they're coming with this game, right? They're trying to get right. rid of all these extra discs. And I got this stupid download card. I'm like, seriously, see, I paid 50 extra bucks for you to just give me a download card? See, so I, that prefer, was... I prefer downloads because I want – for me, I want everything in my digital library where I can just delete or uninstall. I don't want to manage discs anymore. I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I felt like – yeah, I, I don't know. I felt kind of like – why are you forcing me to get this game if it's just a download code? That's, true. That's, true. That's why I was mad. I was like, you don't have the regular ones without it. All you're doing is slipping this little thing into the box. Like, yes. give me, like, maybe I don't want this game, okay? Yeah. This, <laughs> this is yeah, the first fair. console available. That's fair. You've had it on sale fair. for two years, and you're making me buy this game. That's yeah. fine, whatever. Um, the story is really good in those games. Like, even if you just throw in uh, story mode for the first and, and even that game, like, it's a fun story to, to enjoy if you don't have the patience for for the combat and everything. Yeah, I'm, I'll probably give it a try. Just, I don't know fine. if this expires. Maybe I'll sell it. I don't know. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the console itself is, like, ridiculously huge. <laughs> I got the box. They shipped me the box, and I thought, okay, I'm going to open the box, and there's going to be a smaller box yeah, in here. Right, yeah. There wasn't. The yeah. box took up the entire inside of the other box. And, it's a and I was like, well, there's going to be a lot of packaging. And then I opened up, nope, not a lot of packaging. No, it's no. just literally huge. Yeah. Um, it takes up. I got one of these, one of these little tiny guys. Oh, the oh, slim. Yeah. The slim yeah. <laughs> I, I'm still contemplating getting one for Game Pass. God, Game Pass and like Forza and you know, I don't know, a couple yeah. for travel. It's really good for travel. Yeah, it's just so like, compact. Makes, it's not that uh, expensive. Someone, someone makes a monitor, Aaron, that snaps on the top of that thing. Yeah, I'm actually going to get one for traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's ugly. I find it really ugly. It's literally the ugliest console I've ever owned, That's, I think. It's so curious because, like, I find it beautiful. Like, I think people either find it, like, the worst thing in the world or they like how weird it looks. And, like, well, it's, I'm one of those people. It's so big that you're never – I don't know anyone who would be able to stand it up upright. It'd have, like, be, it looks, it'd have to be standing next <laughs> to your TV. It'd be standing next to your TV, which is huge, which no, I, don't, I can't imagine doing. This stand, and I imagine your cats might want to knock it over. I don't know. Well, the – the stand itself is so poorly constructed. Agreed. That thing is um, not, not I had to great. I had to look up on YouTube how to just like get it to stand up properly. And even then after they told me it made sense, I was still having trouble every time I slid it back into the entertainment center. Well, it would pop a, off. The weird thing is you need to stand when it's horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I'm keeping it. It's horizontal and I'm like it's yeah. like lopsided in there and like 
I keep adjusting it to try to get it to like not be lopsided and like, it keeps popping off the back. Yeah, that the is stupid weird little thing. like it's it's terrible. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm not used to hearing a fan. Like I'm sitting in my living room and I'm like, what's that fan sound? <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's weird to me because I don't hear the fan. Like it's super quiet, especially compared to like the PS4 it's, Pro, which was a jet engine. I'd say it's quiet compared to like the PS4 Pro and other fans, but like, definitely I've, for someone who doesn't have any fans in their living room and like likes things to be quiet, it's very like, mm, yeah, there's a fan, there's a fan in here somewhere humming somewhere. Because the Switch, that thing can sound loud when it's on TV mode now. Uh, yeah, my first gen got really loud when it's on TV. Yeah. But even then, when it's in the entertainment center, I can't hear it. When I'm sitting on the couch and there's, you know, the PS4 is just, or excuse me, the PS5 is just on, I can definitely, okay. definitely hear it. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm super. I think I'm super kind of anal yeah, about got, that. But it's it's with the PS4 Pro. It's like is, is it's is there. everything okay? Is something is that supposed to do that? And the PS5, I haven't had people mention stuff. They mention um, how warm it is when they walk by it. That's the one complaint <laughs> I, they get. Well, that's the other thing. I was just like, why is think? Why can't they just make it a box? Why does it have to be all swoopy? Well, and it's, like, it's in the shape of a, a V or a five. Is it really? Is that yeah, what it's supposed it. to if be? If it's vertical, it's it kind of looks like a, a Roman numeral five. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways. Anyway. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I mean, I'd prefer like much something. If they just made it like a box like the Xbox, I would have been happier, I think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there'll probably be a, a redesign in a couple of years. Maybe yeah, they'll that'll do a make it. Yeah, make it look better. The controller's awesome, Isn't I got to say. That thing is wild. Like, yeah. I have never been a super big fan of PlayStation controllers. I hate, um, I hated the two and three. Like it just they felt cheap, and the sticks were too close together. Mm-hmm. Four is when they started to get it right, and then five is just like the most perfect controller I've ever used. Five's the first one where it finally feels like natural from like the stem part into the controller, and like I don't know. It always felt like kind of nubby before, like you you're holding on these. I don't know. Yeah. This one definitely feels more comfortable in the hands. Yeah, and the triggers are awesome. The you know the uh, adaptive. Yeah, where they call them recessed uh, haptic triggers. Excuse me, haptic, haptic, and, and like haptor. the the whatever Sony's version of HD Rumble just outdoes Nintendo uh, to no end. Like it's super impressive. Like um, in Returnal, you can feel raindrops hitting your head. It's like yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I played through the Astro game for like an hour. Not the whole thing. Not the whole thing. Like an hour. And it was another one of those things where I was like, wow, this, you know, the controller is really cool. Yeah. Wow, this works really well. It looks really good. And then after an hour, I was like, wow, Mario is a lot better fun than this. I could be playing a Mario game instead of this. Um, I I know I'm not going to get that with every game like on PlayStation, but that was definitely one of the games where I was like, all right, I get it. But I think... I'd rather like if I'm going to spend my time playing a platformer, like give me, give me, just give me Mario or okay. Donkey Kong. I got, I got um, a lot of joy out of that one. The, but also having Sony history, I guess there's more like there's yeah, more there's a lot of hidden yeah, a lot of like yeah, I, I yeah, like I got some of the items like a PS3 and you know yeah. all those little things you collect. It was cool. Honestly, it was the the way they did the springs on the triggers and everything was yeah, super it's really cool. A, a controller showcase. Um, yeah, and as a tech demo, really, really great game as a tech demo. Um, even as a platform, it was still really fun. But again, I was just kind of like, "All right, yeah, let me, let me, let me, let me get to the." If I'm playing a PlayStation, give me the real PlayStation yeah, yeah. games. Um, which I guess I can tell you what I got. Yeah, the games what's, what's I got. Your intro pack here. Well, this is how it started out. It started out going, "All right, I'll just 
I don't I don't know what games I'm going to get right now. I'm just going to download some of these free to play games. And I was shocked at how many there were. There's a good amount of free to play games, which is you know, um, last PlayStation I had was the two, so th- things have definitely changed there. We'll um, <laughs> got Rocket League, and which I already had on the Switch. But I downloaded Rocket League, and I downloaded Destiny Two, which I had no idea what Destiny. Uh. Yeah, uh, well, we can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got it because it was free to play, and I knew that it was. It said yeah, it was upgrade for PS Five. Free to play. Yeah. Um. So there was two things I want to try out. I'm like, all right, it's got it's free and it's upgraded to PS Five. So let me check it out. At first, I I spent about an hour in it. I had no idea if I was playing single player or multiplayer. It really confused me. <laughs> what I was doing after about an hour, I realized I was doing the same thing over and over again. I actually needed to progress through the level. I thought I was playing with other people online. I don't think I was. I don't even have PlayStation <laughs> Plus. Um, but <laughs> it was okay. I really didn't understand. You know, they want you to pick like a clan, and then you know you do the things with the the, the robots coming in, the tanks, and you shoot yeah. things and. I mean, it was. I mean, the shooting feels so good. And again, it's been forever since I played it. It was a paid game when I got it. Yeah, back in the day. I mean, it's uh, it graphically, it's very impressive. Obviously, I'm coming from you know Switch as a full time console, yeah. so that was really cool. And I think that's definitely why I spent the hour in the game because it's just like, man, this does look really, you know, really good. But as far as gameplay, definitely probably not going back to that. Right. Um, Rocket League, I played for a few minutes because it said it was 120 frames. I don't think it was. I think it was 60 frames. And you I think need a monitor to support the 120 on PS. Uh, my TV supports 120. So and you have to have maybe... the right cable. Yeah, there's a the right HDMI. Okay, I, I, that's the of, other thing. A fact. So we, we can help you through that later on. Well, I know I need a 2.1 HDMI cable that supports HDR and 120 frames. Yeah. Does it not come with that cable? The HDMI cable uh, it's comes a new, with... I don't know if it does, because um, it's a new thing that launched after the PlayStation 5 launched, actually. I asked another friend, and he, he just kind of said, yeah, it supports all that. And I was like, okay. And, you know, yeah, I haven't bought one yet. You plugged into one. the correct HDMI port on your TV and all that? Yeah, I think they upgraded my TV, so most of the ports are okay. doing that now. Okay. Um, problem is... Even if it did, I don't think I'm going to switch it with my Apple TV. Like my Apple TV is always going to get the best HDMI sure. for like movies and stuff. Yeah. Either way, these games look really, really, right? really good. They're in HDR. <laughs> like I put, I, I so I got Gran Turismo mm-hmm. Seven. That's I got Spider Man, the Ooh. the the latest Ultimate? one, uh, the the Miles Morale one, the okay, which came with the other one. It came oh, it did. both okay. games. Yeah, yeah. Um. And I, I got GTA it, Five because yeah. we're playing that online with my brother, yeah. and I got uh, what else? Does GTA Five work without uh, PS Plus for online? No, I'm gonna have to get I'm okay. gonna have to get PlayStation Online. Yeah, yeah. Which is another decision. I was kind of like, should I just buy it? Should I not? I really like owning it. games. I probably should. So, John, you should buy to start the essential uh, for a year. Yeah, you can get it for like forty bucks. At like CD keys or even like eBay sells it for good prices. Like so, get it full year. It's like 120 bucks a year, or how much is uh, it? It's normally 60, but you can get it for like 40. I thought the 60 dollar one was just playing for online. Uh, no, so there's three tiers. Essential gives you online cloud saves, but it also gives you the two free games a month. Plus, the reason you should really get it outside of online play is it also gives you on PS5 the PS Plus collection. So you're going to get, John, for 40 or 60 bucks, depending if you can find a good deal, uh, you're going to get Bloodborne, you're going to get Days Gone, you get Detroit Become Human, which I think you'd really enjoy that one. It's like a um, story-driven, decision-making game. Um, God of War, the 2018 game, fantastic. 
Monster Hunter World, Infamous Second Son, um, really cool superhero kind of game. Uh, the original Ratchet and Clank for PS4, which is a beautiful, good game. Uh, Last Guardian, you get Last of Us Remastered, which there's a PS5 version of that coming out, but oh, honestly, the remastered one looks great, and you might do that instead of the, spending the money on the, the remake. Mortal Kombat X, uh, Until Dawn, which is phenomenal. It's like a short like five to ten hour um, teenage slasher movie kind of game where you're making decisions and trying to get the kids to the end of the game. Um, Uncharted 4 uh, comes with that collection. Uh, I'd really recommend you get the trilogy first, though, for like 20 bucks, Because, um, yeah, the story will pay off more. So with that, um, you'll also get Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, um, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, which is pretty good. Uh, Fallout 4, and then Final Fantasy uh, 15 Royal Edition. Um, so a lot. Of, so that's all with just essential baseline PS Plus. That's a lot of games. So yeah, you just get that for being on the essential lowest uh, tier. Uh, well, I guess that brings me to my other complaint, or not complaint. Observation is storage. Storage. Yeah. Uh, God. How much do you have on there? It comes with like 800 terabytes. 800, 800 gigs. 800, 800 gigabytes. I think 800 seven, gigabytes. Yeah, I think 725 gigs format or something. Yeah, I mean, after I had like... I downloaded a bunch of other free-to-play games. Like there was this Battleship game that, you know, just a bunch of guys was like, yeah, games, games, games are all free. Yeah. Then like the next day I looked down, I was like, holy crap, this thing's already full. Um, so that's going to, you know, I'm only going to probably play like, you know, a couple games at a time. So it probably won't be that big an issue. But... Not only just the storage space, you know, each game taking like 100 gigs each, uh, which is just freaking blows my mind. But the fact that every time I wanted to play a game in like the first three days I owned the console, it felt like I was just sitting there watching crap install the entire time, which um... is kind of a bummer, like. Compared to Nintendo where you just pop in the cartridge and then just like, you know, you're playing within a couple minutes. That was um kind of frustrating do you put your console in rest mode or is it you turn it off then uh rest mode okay okay yeah because i'm thinking about turning it off it'll download stuff in rest mode or it should yeah i mean i think it's just because it was the first you know the first couple days and all these new games i'm like you know jumping Um, back and forth between uh that was just a little you know like every time i want to play it the first time it was like all right we'll wait a couple hours and yeah at some point at some point um investing in a Another internal SSD, I think it's worth it. I have a, I have a two terabyte inside of mine, and it is so luxurious. Like I've got a terabyte free on that thing, so like I I feel like I have endless storage in this thing because I just uh, like I have almost three terabytes um, doing that. I think they're like around two hundred bucks for the two terabyte one. The one terabyte ones I think are around eighty or so. Um, but it's super easy to install a second um, M2 SSD in there. Uh, you can also um, plug in an external um, for just offloading stuff. So if you do, yeah. if you have data, I don't know. Do you have data caps on your your plan? I don't. I don't have data okay. caps. Uh, like, otherwise, data. the reason to do an external is if you have data caps, you can offload stuff and and it's gigabit, around. so it's pretty quick. And yeah. I hooked it up to Ethernet. Good. So there you go. Um, that's pretty good. But yeah, getting a second SSD is helpful. But yeah, otherwise just... Yeah, you know. I don't want to offload because like you can't, you know, like 
one more thing. I'd have to get a hard drive probably that has a fan in it and has another power yeah. plug. And I'm just like, I, I just... No, like, since getting the two-terabyte internal, I have not touched the external at all. Like, it's there yeah. holding a bunch of PS4 games then. Yeah. I'm not too worried. With the games I got, like, this is going to last me... Like, GT7 is going to last me a long time. Uh, uh, yeah, have you played you know, Gran Turismo yet? I did. And it's, Isn't the controller freaking awesome with that thing? The game is, it's, like really amazing it was hard to choose which which you know high fidelity or high frame rate i went high frame rate because yeah the ray tracing and stuff is only apparently in the previews or the previews and cutscenes. Yeah, and i'm yeah. like who gives a crap what it looks like in the cutscenes? Yeah. like you know give me the 60 frames per second that's i love that like, i can drive cool. yeah. my prius in that game it's hilarious yeah i've only locked a couple cars i played a couple hours um it's such an enjoy and like a enjoy enjoying uh, but yeah game kind of thing. it's it's definitely one of those things where i had to you know i'm used to playing arcade racers in the first couple you know I, i'm like this is a simulator stop going 80 miles an hour you know through like turns and stuff and like doing yeah. just you know like ridiculous things i, I have a lot of some parts in my game of driving it's like i i try to take turns way too fast and wipe out and, yeah. Uh, yeah but that and uh but spider-man i think has been the most impressive like i I started that up and I was like, I'll try it out. I'll probably, you know, you doing, um, miles or fun. the original miles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And man, like, yeah, I just got so engrossed. And then like, it feels so good, right? This it feels like, Oh, you're playing a movie because it's so seamless between like the action, the cut scene, especially, yeah. you know, I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys have played it or aired, if you've seen it, but that game is like, I played it on PS4. Know. I've not touched the PS5 version yet. It was really, I was super impressed. Yeah, it's I'm on thinking PC about now. buying it uh, on. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now, and I don't know. I just don't want to spend sixty dollars on the game anymore. Yeah, I hear that. Um, I was kind of splurging because it was a new system. I was like, well, I'm if you know, just buy a bunch of games now and you'll be good. For no, a that's long a perfect time. game to get started with. And the original Spider Man is like a longer. Yeah, um, that's true. It came with two. Yeah, games and both of and, those stories are really really good i think like they're and the, and it just feels so good like even after like finishing it i just love just booting it up and just swinging around and like solving crimes yeah one of the reasons i picked up is it was on the top of a lot of people's list for best selling or, or best looking playstation 5 games oh yeah so. and ray tracing you turn that on you can see yourself in like the windows which is wild I haven't tried ray tracing yet because i'm i wanted to try the 60 frames yeah i like switching back but i'll, there's I'll like probably a, there's a middle mode over. i think yeah. where it's like 40 frame or there's like a 40 frame with ray tracing which is pretty good yeah you need 120 hertz screen i think so you to, that pc and you yeah. can do ray tracing at, uh, <laughs> as high as you want oh sure sure Aaron. <laughs> so i guess aaron you don't have a ps5 right you don't i don't yeah, no. yeah. i i want one just to kind of play some things, but I really have like, it's not like I really want one. Like if I saw it on the shelf, you buy I it. would have to think a little bit. You'd buy it. Uh, that's the only reason I did it. I was like, it's there. I should, like, it's there. I got to do it. I mean, that's, Maybe. that's, that's how I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that if I never gotten it, I would probably have been fine without it. But now that I have it, I'm like, I'm really actually pretty happy. I'm very, I'm very happy you're part of the PS5 club because now we can play yeah. online stuff together. And like, yeah, there's like a bunch of games that are like, yeah, that are, that are on Sony or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, now they're all coming to PC. So, you know, you won't have the 
DualSense controller, Aaron, which just... Yes, I can get that. I can just go buy one. I don't think all the haptics and stuff are in the PC version, You would be surprised at the drivers that PC I was going to say, every I controller got some, like works some. perfect. Okay. So, uh, John, after eventually you make your way through the PS uh, Plus collection, that extra tier in, like, the next year or two is, is what I think will be amazing as well to hop on. Because they're throwing like some some PS5 games in there, like Returnal and um, some some of the first party stuff is going in there um, from PS5. I don't even know what PS5 games are coming out in the next year. God like, of War is the big one coming out in November, so the sequel to 2018 game is coming out. Um, uh, everyone's Ragnarok. telling me to play Elden Rings, obviously. Oh yes, oh, yeah, yes. You, you have to jump Elden in the Elden Ring. Then I started looking into it, and there's, like, a whole big thing about, like... Yeah, you need to get the PS4 version. <laughs> Wid um, version to get, and <laughs> how to run it, and I'm like, this is... <laughs> so the PS5 is the best place, I think, to play Elden Ring, because you can install that PS4 version on your PS5, and that gets you 60 frames per second solid. Yeah, but and the fidelity looks- just doesn't look that great. Yeah. I looked at both, and so I gotta say, I played. Yeah. I played it on my iPad, twelve point nine inch screen. So it might be a different experience on a big screen TV versus my iPad. As far as sixty five inch, yeah, I'm playing on sixty five inch. Yeah, I mean, it looks okay. I mean, it's not a battling game, but definitely when you're like comparing, like you know, side to side, they're showing you. I'm like, dude, the fidelity in the PS five version. So. The cool you know, the, thing the is the textures and the foliage and everything yeah. is like the so cool much thing. Better. If you buy the PS4 version, you get the PS5 version along with it. I That's don't true. think the same as I don't think if you buy the PS5 version digitally, you get the PS4. So, um, wait. So if you buy the PS4 version, you get the PS5 version, but is not the other way saying? around. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's just how it is. Uh, so with Elden Ring, <laughs> at least if you buy the PS4 version digitally, you also get the PS5 version. And I think if you buy the disc of Elden Ring on PS4, you can also download the PS5 uh, for Mm. free. So I I would recommend that route so you have the option of playing either version. Yeah. So what, the PS5, is that locked at 30 FPS? I think so. Why? Because they're trying trying to hit some graphical things, I think, with like... But you need 60 FPS for that game. Some of those fights are like super fast. pretty intense. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a. I forgot what modes they had. Yeah, and I think like the. I don't know if you agree with me, Aaron, on this one, but the art style of that game makes it where that PS4 version I think still looks pretty good. But yeah, I don't know. I think the art style saves it a lot. Yeah, I think that the game looks good just overall, but. So okay, there's yeah, there's a performance mode. Which on the PS5, which uncaps the frame rates, but it only hovers between 40 and 60. It doesn't stay consistent. That's pretty good, 40 to 60. But yeah, it's not solid 60. Um, yeah, I that might rather have post launch too. A consistent frame rate than a changing frame rate. That's true. Maybe I don't know. I guess once you get over 30, it's hard to tell. Maybe when depends it's... on depends on the person. <laughs> You're probably going to notice it most at the times you needed the most at the high action points. It was like, funny when we were when I was doing this at first. I would switch it between the sixty and the thirty in Elden Ring, and just like rotating the camera around, I could just instantly tell. It's like, oh, that's why I want sixty. Just as a because you turn your camera quite a bit in that game, and like that. yeah, 
Yeah, I had to turn off uh, like motion blur. I don't know if you can do that on PlayStation, but it it like really helps in that game. It makes everything much more clear. Yeah, I was doing that in Spider Man. I spent like three minutes just spinning around and watching <laughs> how fast fast the camera like followed everything and how smooth it was. And uh, yeah, isn't it great how it's USB C now? <laughs> uh, with the controller, yeah. The yeah, that's, that's that, so nice. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it have to be at this point, right? Yes, everything. Um, is. is the Xbox Series X? Are they still using double AAA, A batteries? Double A batteries? Yes, they are using double A. Yes, batteries. or you can just get the rechargeable <laughs> pack that comes with it. I mean, it comes with it. Yeah, it's thirty like bucks. Separate. Yeah, but I've had the same the same rechargeable batteries since the Xbox uh, One, and like been carrying it on, just like using it. It's great. Yeah. It, it, I, I wish Xbox cared about making their controller like better with like haptics and stuff. Like it just seems like they don't care. It's like we're just this is good enough. Well, I mean, honestly, the PlayStation Five. I thought at first it's got the touch thing, which is kind of Nintendo like, but even more yeah. so, they have the microphone, which yep. is something you know seems like something Nintendo would do. Then I was playing games and stuff was coming out of the speaker, which you know was something that we did. Yeah. So in regards, they they got a couple things that I feel like, you know. Oh, they borrow from Nintendo quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. And the HD Rumble thing, that's all from Nintendo. Like, I I imagine they were developed simultaneously, but it seems like. uh, Yeah, yeah. The Switch doesn't have a microphone. That's one of the things they you know they say it can play. It's they say it's everything Nintendo's ever been able to do, but it doesn't have a microphone in it. Um, and the speakers aren't built into the Joy-Con, so they're not. Which you wouldn't want, you know. They or the Pro be, Controller, but, and but they, they still haven't the... activated that light on the Pro Controller. <laughs> the light! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I forgot. It's there. It, it is there. It is there. Okay. Notifications, right? They're going to be uh, when you get yeah notifications yep. or something. So, John, have you hooked up any headphones to the DualSense yet? I have not. You need to do that and experience 3D audio. So um, is this through USB-C I'm connecting these? No, just standard headphone jack. into the. Oh, controller. it's got a standard headphone jack? It does. Yeah, right on the front. Right on the yeah. front? Yeah. Next to like, the contactless the tr- like the bottom charger middle. thing? Yeah, yeah. Or um, wait, bottom middle. Um, opposite end of where the charger is. Um, yeah, I got some decent... Um, monitors for my electric drum set i'm okay hook up to it and yeah it matches yeah. spider-man would be pretty good at that like uh, i'll just see what you have and like make some recommendations but it's kind of in some games like you can tell like an enemy is coming behind you because of the 3d audio it's, like in returnal 3d audio is what helps me succeed at finishing that game because you could tell where all the enemies were and where shots were coming yeah. from just based on that it's it's bonkers and it works with any pair of headphones it is nice having uh the audio come through the home pods because i have the apple tv 4k How's, that works pretty well latency and all that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. worked well on the switch yeah and, and at first i'm like well i don't know if it'll work because i don't know how many hdmi's it can go through you know but apparently it, it works and okay yeah i need a it's a pretty cool tv for that i think you need the apple tv the latest in 4k apple tv oh i might have the prior gen yeah it has to be the latest to do the arc uh gotcha Arca, whatever they call it. Yeah, the Arc. Yep. Or ARC, you know, where it's uh, the HDMI. Yep. Uh, Wait, I thought that the 
the one prior to the 4K one has the arc stuff as well. Like, it well, can there's turn two on 4K team. ones, I think. One of yeah, one of the first one has arc support for like switching and but stuff, not audio. But, but not audio. This one will route audio, so pretty much sees the audio on your PlayStation, sends it to the Apple TV, and the <laughs> Apple TV airplays it to. It's the home pods as you're playing it's, that's PlayStation. So cool. Yeah. Like that's something they should have launched with. I think more people would have gone in on home pods with that feature. Well, by the time that feature came out, the home pods were discontinued. Yes, they already. were. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> so it's clearly like three audio engineers sitting in Apple going, Man, I really want my PlayStation to go through these home pods. <laughs> yep. And they're the only two that like care and they're the ones who got it in, yeah. <laughs> like, added in there just for themselves. Kind of wild. Um no, it is cool though. And I do hope more home pods come out because when these nice. die, I would like to, yeah. Have those more, minis but... aren't the same. No, God, no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that is cool. Uh, everything about it's pretty cool. I've, I'm digging it. Very I'm, cool. I'm happy I got it. I yeah. was very delighted when I saw your, your message. I was like, ooh, this is new. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if I was going to be one of those things where I opened it up and instantly was like, why did I spend $600 on this? Yeah. You know? on, on your list of future games, I would really recommend the Uncharted series i think it's 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 good old indiana jones kind of like uh but a little bit deeper with some i just want to play playstation home that's what i'm really waiting for yeah yeah i just want to walk around and virtually play pool virtually play pool with (laughs) avatars and stuff and if you get into elden ring uh bloodborne is in that uh in that ps uh essentials uh, collection thing Bloodborne is good. You will get into Elden Ring. Like, I have not met someone who has not liked that game. Yeah. Like, so, Aaron, um, so last time we had this this podcast, so many, many months ago, you were like, you should play Elden Ring. So, Aaron, I I finally did it, Aaron. And, uh, yeah. It changed my life. And then you played every other game. My life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that I played every other. So, this is 2022 is for me the year of me discovering from software games and getting insanely hooked on these things. So um, I platinumed every single from software game at this point, except for Dark Souls 3, which I've not yet started. So um, in about a month, I went from a newbie in Elden Ring on March 13th, and I platinumed it by April 8th. Then some 12 days later, I platinumed Bloodborne. (laughs) And then uh, some like 30 days later, Platinum Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, which um, one of the most challenging experiences I ever had. I was uh, had one of the worst like colds in my entire existence uh, during that. COVID? Uh, it was not. It was actually just a bad cold, which I wasn't sure how to handle it because uh, I hadn't been sick in forever. Um, <laughs> so I did. I thought it was COVID. But uh, that game, I was homesick, and that's probably the only way I got through Sekiro because I'd spend like three hours trying to beat a freaking boss, and you finally do, and it's such a experience of jubilation that uh, that game is just unmatched in its difficulty, but also its fairness as you're learning the the patterns and and what that is, and uh, doing the platinum, you have to do the new game plus and. Uh, Whipping some of those bosses the second time feels so good <laughs> after you've learned their patterns. It's like, and then uh, for some of those boss fights in Sekiro, I'd I would save my winning battles for these bosses that I spent many hours on, and I'd review my prior my prior game footage to like, what did I do here? 
and sometimes I need to re- go go back to the tape and like review uh, the footage to see what I did because that game, man. Okay, so then uh, twenty days after beating Sekiro, I platinumed uh, Demon Souls for PS Five, uh, which that's an incredible game, um, and uh, just it's so beautiful. And it's kind of wild that being the first technical first from software game. Like it's been, fu- it's fun going back in time. And then Demon Souls kind of jump forward, and it's the best looking, most stable of all the games because, because uh, Blue, Blue Blue Point did that one, and Blue Point is a master at making these things. And uh, um, then I dove into Dark Souls, so I got Dark Souls remastered on PS5, and I also got the Switch version, so I platinum that, uh, and that took a good month and a couple of days because I went on a trip and stuff. So uh, July eighth, I platinum that, and then. August 11th, I finally platinum Dark Souls 2. Um, and then I just have Dark Souls 3 left. And Dark Souls 2, it's so different from all the other games as far as like the Demon Souls and Dark Souls, that kind of ilk. It felt so nice and fresh. Like everyone gives Dark Souls 2 a bunch of crap. Yeah, a lot of people don't like that. I love that game. Like, uh, I, lo- I love the fact that you can, like, if you're beating your head against the wall, you can literally spend. Um, 12 cycles and make it so that area is just cleared out of enemies so you can um, so in most Dark Souls games you go to the bonfire and everything respawns in this one you can keep killing those things and like 10 to 12 times later they'll just stop appearing so you can kind of like set your own difficulty in a way with that which is nice um, and there's like a certain covenant you can join to make everything harder and make that respawning thing not happen. So if you want to do some farming, you can just join that covenant to make that happen still. Um, but it's a cool world and like a, just, it felt different in a cool way. Um, and dark souls one, uh, I understand why it's classic. Like it's tight. The world's so interconnected. And like, as you learn that world, it just it's really really cool just seeing the world and um how it's all interconnected and uh the combat in all these games just feels incredible like uh, it's kind of ruined me from i think every other game pretty much <laughs> like it just feels great and like all like all these games have moments where i'm I, my, my pulse is like elevated and like you finally beat the boss and it there's such satisfaction like of you accomplishing this thing and everything they put before you is achievable. Like it's like some hard games are just hard for the sake of being hard and stupid. And there's like, I don't know. Um, there's a, there's kind of, there's a, there's a way of designing a game where it's just like, we're going to make this hard just for the sake of being hard where it, where it doesn't feel fair. All these games feel fair, um, which when people described these games before I played them, I thought, why would I ever touch these? These seem stupid and hard and unfair, but they're actually all really fair, <laughs> um, which surprised me. Um, and there's many funny moments in a lot of these games. Just some of the characters are kind of just, they have a good sense of humor. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Any questions about my uh, my from software journey? <laughs> yeah, which one is your favorite? Oh, ah, 
They're all, they're all I think, children. Yeah. I think you haven't played your favorite yet. I think it's going to be Dark Souls 3. You think so? Yeah. Well, besides yeah. Uh, like Elden Ring, but I think that Dark Souls 3 will be your favorite I mean, outside of it. Sekiro is, like, it's so weird. Like, there's the different ones. Like, Sekiro is so different, and, like, I have such a personal experience with that being sick and, like, just, like, living that game and, like, that game having the most experiences where I didn't think I could actually make it through, and I actually did. Um, um, but um, yeah, the reason I'm I'm curious about Dark Souls three is I've heard it's like a love letter to Dark Souls one in a way that some people don't like, but I may like that. I've heard the DLC is so all the DLCs I've played so far have been the best parts of these games, so Bloodborne and Dark Souls and Dark Souls two, like it's the best part of the game. Dark Souls 3, I've heard it can be stupid hard, like, in a way that I've complimented them for not doing. So I'm very curious about Dark Souls 3. I'm going to play it at some point this year. And, because um, I got all these, except for the remasters on sale. Um, so I got a good price on, on, on these, which is good. I will say Dark Souls remastered on Switch, phenomenal. The uh, frame rates are good in handle mode, which is how I played it. And, that's a solid way to play that game, I think. Like that's a, f- and it's nice having that handheld. Like, um, it's good to just be able to <laughs> go in there and enjoy some Dark Souls on the go. Um, yeah, I tried it when they did that like test weekend. Yeah, it was like a network test. Yeah, yeah. it was it was pretty smooth. I was surprised because like, <laughs> but I guess I shouldn't be. It's a PS3 game that was remastered. Um, yeah. Bloodborne was the most surprising for just how that story and world evolves after the opening areas like it's Aaron you haven't played it so I won't say much more but it's it I've played it but I haven't finished it yeah it gets it gets cool yeah. um it, it did surprise me how quickly I was able to just in 12 days just blow through all of Bloodborne like um that's surpri- that, yeah that surprised me a bit uh, I think once you get used to these types of games you can go through them quickly yeah so I will say, yeah. in the so Elden Ring I did without any guides really, except for some like where to farm guides for Elden Ring, and some guides on like some of the quests, which are a bit hard to discover on your own. But um, and then Bloodborne I mostly did without guides. Uh, Sekiro I I I kind of looked up some like helpful tips to, like. I'm really struggling here. Um, but by the time I got to Dark Souls 2, I was off the guides. Like, I feel like I'm at a point now where from software I can just play their games and know what to do and be good. Um, it, takes, it took me a bit to get there, I will say. Um, but yeah, to your point, uh, it could be Dark Souls 3. I, I'm kind of... Um, one of the cool things we talked about the PS4 versus PS5 version of Elden Ring... I do want a platinum PS5 version of Elden Ring because um, um, that seems like a thing I can do pretty easily. And that'll be fun to after Dark Souls 3 to go back to Elden Ring, complete the loop, and see what I've learned over this journey. <laughs> I think it'll be different um, to experience it that way. So that'll yeah. be fun. Have you uh, been paying attention to the lore any other games? I've been watching some Vadi video videos on that, and he uh, tells some wild stories. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and 
Yeah, I need to go back and watch some more videos. Like in the Bloodborne lore is really cool. I watched uh, some videos on that, and like uh, the lore is wild. Like it's kind of it's there, but you don't really need to know about it <laughs> as you're playing it. Uh, it kind of yeah, it's yeah, th- that's fun. Like just discovering the story and um, and uh, yeah, demons, demon souls is beautiful, Aaron. You need to. I, they didn't release that for PC, did they? That's on the rumor list. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm sure game. I can get it somehow. Oh, the online stuff is wild in these games, Aaron. I must say. So, uh, it was in Dark Souls Two. Someone invaded my world just to give me a bunch of awesome stuff, and then left. I was start. I was like attacking him, and he like <laughs> ran away and started dropping stuff, and like. There are some wild online experiences in these games still, these older games that have been out for a while. Yeah, I heard that's why in uh, like Elden Ring they took away the trading and stuff and all that stuff because people would just like drop a bunch of weapons and then you would be on easy mode. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the online stuff is, is wild and like the hints that people drop, like that whole system of I haven't seen other developers do it this way where you can invade or be helpful for bosses. Like helping out for boss fights is a really cool mechanic. Uh just and it like helps you learn the boss as well and you get some benefit out of it um as well. Uh, I don't know if it really helps learn the boss because sometimes you'll just get someone who just, you know, goes in there and just wipes them out and then you're like, Okay, I didn't do anything. That's true. And I so when I play, I like to turn off um, a lot of like the online stuff my first time through because okay. it kind of ruins, especially when you go into like an area that's really tight and stuff, you'll go read those message and it's like, watch out to the left. And then like, okay, well, you just took away the surprise. And, True. you know. Being invaded out of the blue can be a really heart-wrenching experience. Like I got invaded in Blight Town and I was almost at the bonfire. <laughs> oh, man. And I've had some really cool experiences where... I'm at the point where I'm, I'm, I'm winning these these invasions, and that's that's fun. Like, that's cool. I'll get down to like one hit point where it's either of us, and I make it through, and that's that's cool. Um, I don't like invasions, personally. I'm not a huge fan of them, but sometimes it makes for cool gameplay. Um, yeah, I guess that's what they're after. Um, and I do love in Elden Ring the whole mechanic of these like summoning people uh these creatures you can summon that's pretty awesome like as a alternative to summoning players yeah Um, so yeah i don't know it's kind of the dark souls games i was always told and it, it seems to be proving out they're taking me longer to platinum and beat those trophy lists are much more intense than um the more recent games i feel you know what I think would be pretty interesting for you and John to do would be to try to play through that game co-op because when you play through with two players, you always are like open for people to jump in and uh, you can El- you. Elden Ring. Can you, you can co-op the whole game. Yeah. Wow. That'd be interesting. That would be. So I'm you down. put the little code and I join his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to be within certain level ranges. Is that how that game works? I forget. You have I to don't, start over. Now. Well, I already have to start over um, for the PS5. Uh, um, oh, that's right. Yeah. So, because you're playing the PS4 version, you can't I, switch between the save games. No, no. Um, you can import from PS4 to PS5. 
Okay. And I actually want to do. I actually want to do that. I want to um, play the PS5 version to get the trophies there as well. And I already kind of. Um, I imported the PS4 versions to my PS5 copy. Did the new game and uh, popped a couple of the hard uh, weapon trophies where you have to get like all of the spells or something. So I got a couple trophies that way on my PS5 save to make things a bit easier. What's your favorite weapon inside Elden Ring so far? Like, what's your main? What's your main weapon? Um, it's been so long. <laughs> oh. Um, but I did like that one that Renan gave me—the one where it pulls all the enemies toward me. Renan? Yeah, that yeah, it's pretty sweet. But it's, it's been, like it has been since it's been since April since I've touched Elden Ring, though. It's been a while. I believe they're called the Star Scourge Swords. Yes. Yeah, but I did. I did like notice like so. Demon Souls. I did like a sorcery build because I was told that's the way to go. But then in Dark Souls and in Dark Souls Two, I mostly was a freaking strength build. And boy, are those fun! Getting like the biggest sword in the game, the ultra great sword, and just whacking these people <laughs> where they lose poise and like. Going strength yeah. is so much fun in these games. Um, yeah, that that, but yeah, spells can be fun, but strength I feel is kind of where I get up close and personal with these guys and just like go to town. Do you have a favorite build for these things? Um, I either like to go the strength, like either I want it like super heavy armor and like the biggest weapon, or I like to be super heavy armor and like kind of like a dexterity, yeah, like uh, like a small weapon, and then I'm kind of like tanky but super fast, yeah. Have so, you tried doing much with spells? No, okay. well, I did when I first started, and then I was just like, this isn't that fun because I was just sending far away and just like hitting everything, and yeah. then I found that I was pretty much playing just like you know I would like shoot a little bit and I would run away. Yeah, this isn't fun. <laughs> so the the experience I I had I had with Elden Ring and some of the other, these other games is uh, the opening hours can be just brutal. Of you, you're very weak. <laughs> it's yeah. like how do I, I kill these things? But then you reach a certain point where it's like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm powered up enough where I can actually uh, hold my own. Um, that's yeah. And in Demon Souls, the the magic is just so OP or that that's just fun going to town, just like, <laughs> you know, fireballing everything to death. And yeah. Um, so John Elden ring, <laughs> is that a Christmas break game kind of game? That that's something I will dive into when I have a little more, uh, openness in my, uh, yeah, I would wait <laughs> my, until uh, you have like some hours. Once I beats- yeah, once I beat so Spider-Man yeah. and uh, play through most of Gran Turismo, probably. Yeah. Cool. You can become the Dung Eater. Become the Dung Eater. Oh, that was a that was a hard that was a hard final like side mission to do in that game, trying to do those drops. The tr- tr- the platforming in these from games. It takes a lot. Oh, we're talking about when you go down to the dung eater cell. So. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a challenge. I died so many times trying to do the drops properly. <laughs> the dung drops? The dung drops. <laughs> yeah. As they call it. Yeah, there's three endings, I think, in uh, Elden Ring. 
Oh, really? I thought there was more than that. Ah, like well, there's three trophy endings, I think. Oh, okay. There's, um, what's her name? And then the, there's like the good, the dark, and the neutral. At least, at least yeah. as far as the trophy endings. I got the dung eater ending. Did you look up how to do it? No, that's just on my first playthrough. That's just what I went it. with. Yeah, very mm-hmm. impressive. So you figured out how to take off your clothes and <laughs> get branded? No. Wait, hold on. Am I thinking? I'm pretty sure it was the the dung eater ending because yeah. like you have to get naked um, uh, to get the ending. Your character has to like take off all their clothes to get branded. Oh wait, no, no. Then maybe I'm like getting it mixed up. Okay, no. there might be a different ending. Yeah. I'm th- not thinking. Of. But I know that at the end he did say something about being the dung eater. Okay. As I was sitting on the throne. Yeah. Maybe there's so. a different ending I think of. Um. Yeah. So the other benefit, John, of uh, PS Plus are these online saves. So, um, like, to get these three endings or whatever, I would upload my save, do the ending, download my save get the next ending so i wouldn't have to play the through it three times to get the three endings so that that's a little ps plus advantage of the cloud saves you can upload your save and then download it to like kind of get back to where you you left it and trophies uh, remain um yeah i'm not sure if you'll get down the trophy rabbit hole or not john (laughs) like i'm not sure if that's in your personality or not Mm, i have to really like the game yeah yeah yeah, it's one of those things where I don't know until I start playing the game, and it's like, oh no, I need to do everything. And <laughs> you know, yeah, it's I like platinumed uh, Spider Man. I did not platinum Miles Morales yet. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I need to add you on on the PSN. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because they give you, do they give you a free user? How's that work when you don't have uh, PS Plus? You get a free account. It just doesn't do online or anything. Right? Yeah, it just doesn't do online. Yeah, because okay. I already had a PlayStation account for. I guess just signing in to buy the PlayStation. I guess yeah, I yeah. PlayStation account, yeah. Cool. Um, Aaron, what have you been up to gaming wise? Um, I've only been playing pretty much one game, uh, and it is Tower of Fantasy. I've never heard and of this game. I don't think. Okay, so Tower of Fantasy is a cross-platform mobile and PC game. Okay, and it's a gotcha style, uh, like MMO. Hmm. It's kind of like Genshin Impact, except it has a more sci-fi theme. And it's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, it's free to play if you want to try it out. But um, it is a gotcha, so you'll probably put some money into it how if much, you like uh, it. How much uh, bank have you put in this game so far? Only about a hundred and sixty dollars. Okay. okay, okay. How there's many a new hours? Character, did, does, there's a new character coming a, out. Play count. What does your does the the game have a play count for hours? Um, I'm sure it does somewhere, but I've been playing it every day since it came out, and that was about three weeks ago. Okay. That you're seems like a fast your, burn rate there on the. Your, well, yeah, so it does seem like I spent a lot of money, but yeah. I also um, <laughs> just bought every available pack of currency that they had, okay. and then I was like, okay, I'm good 
until you know a long time like okay, I, okay. i'm just gonna ride this out for a long time okay that was the my cool concern thing about 160 every yeah, day, yeah. three weeks would be a bad uh rate no no yeah that would not be good no but um i'm really good about like budgeting myself i feel like a lot of people if you if you're not good at like keeping your wallet closed these are not your game but this game is really player friendly or like free to play player friendly because you will progress a lot slower but they put so much into the game that if you spend a few hours every day you can get like the materials to do the roles and eventually you'll get the characters and the weapons you want so, so i'm not super familiar with genshin impact uh, describe this game for like an absolute newbie all right so it's basically imagine um breath of the wild type world where it's just open and you can go anywhere and explore and there's all kinds of hidden secrets and stuff all over the place and every secret puzzle that you find and solve you can get these little uh like um gems or orbs or whatever and then you can use those like once you get so many of them you can roll and uh, when you roll for these like weapons or characters, they basically give you better weapons, and then you can use those. And um, that's it. But it has a story. Okay. It's really good. Um, the story is like basically so the humans. world. It's a big open world. Yeah, it's a big open. Okay. Is, yeah. is there climbing involved, like Breath of the Wild style? Or there is climbing, it? yes, okay. and you, you don't fall in the rain. Okay. So that's nice. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot you fell in the rain. That's a thing. You do have stamina. Okay. And uh yeah. But and then you also have like a bunch of uh, like relics that you can use. So there's like a jetpack relic and when you first get it, it uses up stamina, but then you collect parts and you can upgrade all of your relics and so when you get like your jetpack to stage two, it doesn't use stamina anymore. So you can just like float pretty much until you hit the ground. Because you'll still kind of go down as you're... So you have a glider. So. Yeah, it's like a glider. Yep. So what's the story like? So the story is basically um, there is a comet that was coming towards Earth. And uh, humans found that it has this um, this material on it called like Omnicron or something like that. that that's, and, a, that's a COVID uh, thing, right? Wait, is that what it's called? I, or, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's, it's like really close to that. It's yeah. pretty close to that COVID <laughs> thing and oh wait no no i think it's called omnium yeah yeah it's called omnium and so they they find that they can harness the power of this and so they built this huge tower called the tower of fantasy and it goes way up to space to capture this comet as it goes by earth they capture it and and then they start harnessing the power from it but then as they're harnessing the power it basically releases all this critical crazy uh like radiation on people to where people start uh morphing into these like crazy beast type things so to combat that they then move everyone up to the city that they call like hycros and everyone living within the city in the tower um has to have these like suppressors on them and that prevents them from changing um, but if you like run out of your suppressor energy you can like turn over to one of these things um, and so basically there is a group that is kind of viewed as the terrorists and they're like trying to get people to stop using this power, stop using uh, like Omnium and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas all the people living in the tower of Hycros is like, no, this is our lifestyle and all this. So um, but without ruining the story, it's really good. And it 
the way it plays is like you can do a few quests when you first start playing the game. But then once you read a, a certain point in the story, you have to wait so many hours until your next chapter unlocks. Okay. Um, so if you want uh, to play, you have to wait certain story, hours of gameplay or real world time, like real world time. Okay. And it's all based on like how long you started playing. So if you want to just play through the story straight through, you should create a character, log in, and then wait like 10 days. And then you can like, once you log in, you'll have oh, all of this story available for you. Yeah. And is this a living story? Like Final Fantasy, um, was that 14 or? The it is, one? yeah. So it's it's um, like an MMO. So you'll have like other characters running around in your world and stuff. And I just finished uh the 1.0 mm-hmm. of the story and they just released a trailer for 2.0 which should be coming out anytime and when that does it's going to expand the story you know add new quests okay. and all so that continue yeah. to make this a bigger and bigger story yep how many hours do you think is just the story to get through this 1.0 i would say probably about eight hours eight hours okay. of gameplay yeah totally the story free. is pretty quick totally but there's like a, yep yep Will you hit? Uh, you think you'll hit leveling roadblocks if you don't spend money to to, to experience the story? Um, like where you care not really weak? like leveling road. Well, you will reach some roadblocks because I've already reached some. There's like, <laughs> um, there's points where like you get these like ruins. They're basically uh, like a dungeon, and they have like like easy, normal, and like hard difficulties. And the hard difficulties are like super hard. And they were like recommend, for example, that you'd be at like 30,000 CS, which is like your overall character score or whatever. And I'm only at like 21,000. And these are story or optional things? These are like optional things. When you get to them in the story, you can do like the normal mode easy. But to get the uh, like better uh, rewards and stuff from the chest, you want to be on hard mode. Okay. So cool. Yep. So you can throw down the easy mode to get through story stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It is easily my favorite game right now. And like, it's pretty crazy because it's, you know, like a gotcha game. But it's like these these mobile games are really changing. So you play this on your phone or iPad? I play it on my PC. And then whenever I'm out at like the wedding or whatever, when I was like, oh, I got to log in today and do a couple of quests, I pulled it up on my phone and was able to to do all my daily stuff. I don't prefer the mobile, but I, it is definitely playable. It's and like hundred percent playable. MFI controller support. We could plug in like a Xbox controller to it. It does. Yep. Okay. That's what's up. You know, yeah, it works pretty good. Um, but they, even when you go into the controller settings, there are some options that they even just admit is like not available and it's going to come hmm. soon. So yeah. I wonder how the yeah. iPad version is of that. I haven't it might, be, it might be dangerous yet. for me to, to, to see because you know try it out <laughs> might be addictive. and if you play be sure to choose the freedom oasis server because that's what i'm on okay that's what's up cool anything else before we wrap up this this episode okay excellent well this has been club nintendo level 202 we'll be back in two weeks for two or three and uh We'll see. We'll see where we're at with everything in two weeks. Uh, we'll see what John's up to. This PS5 adventures. Splatoon. This will be in two weeks. Splatoon two will have just 
three will have just come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll just have the come weekend. Out. Yeah, okay, the weekend, weekend that just okay. passed. Yeah, and I think I should. I think I should get this right. Should I get this? I, three? I don't know. I'll be playing. So I, mean, I, can, you I can play with you. <laughs> play with me, like, but uh, like bring me along for the ride. Well, you'll be higher. So you'll be higher leveled, right? Because you can like import save data sort of or how's that yeah work? depending on your rank in splatoon 2 they're letting you they're letting you get a couple weapons off the bat without okay. having to earn stuff yeah which is nice and they're letting you uh they're pushing you up a rank, couple ranks so yeah or, oh, you I know, for, whatever I forgot to mention, equivalent we had some mario kart dlc come out since we last chatted and that's been fun um yeah we, we'll talk about more mario kart i think in two weeks i don't know have you guys been doing any of that now no? Okay. No. Nope. Did you uh did you buy it or you're not even gonna try it? Uh out? I mean I paid for the You have the expansion pass. The expansion, yeah, but I just haven't Yeah. We'll played talk about yeah, we'll talk it, about the N sixty four stuff because we both have controllers now, I think. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, about. yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we'll have stuff to chat about then. Um Aaron, uh, anything you want to plug before we wrap it up? Um you can just follow me on Twitter at Sage underscore Levi underscore. Cool deal. Anything you want to plug, John? Uh, no, you can follow me on Twitter at John Wesley A. Um, yeah. Cool deal. Um, you can find me also at the iPad Pros podcast, which I also do. And that's at iPad Pros podcast on Twitter as well. Cool deal. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.